G'day, welcome to Partaker's Podcast and our Christmas 2021 series. Come and listen. We are continuing with the book, The Spirit of Christmas by Henry Van Dyke. Today, part three and part four. Then another angel began to speak and made answer to Michael. He, too, was tall and wore the look of power, but it was power of the mind rather than that of the hand. His face was clear and glistening, and his eyes were lit with a steady flame which neither leapt nor fell. Of flame also were his garments, which clung about him, as the fire enwraps a torch burning where there is no wind, and his great wings reaching to a point far above his head, were like a living lamp before the altar of the Most High. By this sign I knew that it was the Archangel Uriel, clearest in vision, deepest in wisdom of all the spirits that surround the throne. I hold not the same thought as the great Archangel Michael, nor, though I desire the same end which he desires, would I seek it by the same way. For I know how often power has been given to the good, and how often it has been turned aside and used for evil. I know that the host of heaven and the very stars in their courses have fought on the side of a favoured nation. Yet pride has followed triumph, and oppression has been the first-born child of victory. I know that the deliverers of the people have become tyrants over those whom they have set free and the fighters for liberty have been changed into the soldiers of fortune. Power corrupts itself, and might cannot save. Does not the Prince Michael remember how the angel of the Lord led the armies of Israel, and gave them the battle against every foe, except the enemy within the camp, and how they robbed and crushed the peoples against whom they had fought for freedom, and how the wickedness of the tribes of Canaan survived their conquest and overcame their conquerors, so that the children of Israel learned to worship the idols of their enemies, Moloch and Baal and Ashtoreth. Power corrupts itself and might cannot save. Was not Persia the destroyer of Babylon, and did not the tyranny of Persia cry aloud for destruction? Did not Rome break the yoke of the east? And does not the yoke of Rome lie heavy on the shoulders of the world? Listen! There was silence for a moment on the slopes of Peacefield, and then over the encircling hills a cool wind brought the sound of chains clanking in prisons and galleys, the sighing of millions of slaves, the weeping of wretched women and children, the blows of hammers nailing people to their crosses. Then the sound passed by the wind, And Uriel spoke again. Power corrupts itself, and might cannot save. The earth is full of ignorant strife, and for this evil there is no cure but the giving of greater knowledge. It is because humans do not understand evil that they yield themselves to its power. Wickedness is folly in action, and injustice is the error of the blind. It is because humans are ignorant that they destroy one another and at last themselves. If there were more light in the world, there would be no sorrow. 
if the great king who knows all things would enlighten the world with wisdom, wisdom to understand his laws and his ways, to read the secrets of the earth and the stars, to discern the workings of the heart of man and the things that make for joy and peace. If he would but send us his messengers as a flame of fire to shine upon those who sit in darkness, how gladly would we go to bring in the new day. We would speak the word of warning and counsel to the erring, and tell knowledge to the perplexed. We would guide the ignorant in the paths of prudence, and the young would sit at our feet and hear us gladly in the school of life. Then folly would fade away as the morning vapour, and the sun of wisdom would shine on all men, and the peace of God would come with the counsel of the angels. A murmur of pleasure followed the words of Uriel, and eager looks flashed around the circle of the messengers of light as they heard the praise of wisdom fitly spoken. But there was one among them, on whose face a shadow of doubt rested, and though he smiled, it was as if he remembered something that the others had forgotten. He turned to an angel near him. Part 4 Well, who was it to whom you were sent with counsel long ago? Wasn't it Balaam, the son of Beor, as he was riding to meet the king of Moab? And didn't even the dumb beast profit more by your instruction than the man who rode him? And, and who was it that was called the wisest of all men, having searched out and understood the many inventions that are found under the sun? It was Solomon. He was a prince of fools and philosophers. He was unable by much learning to escape weariness of the flesh and despair of the spirit, wasn't he? What did he say? Knowledge also is vanity and vexation. This I know well, because I have dwelt among people and held converse with them since the day when I was sent to instruct the first man in Eden. Then I looked more closely at him who was speaking, and recognised the beauty of the archangel Raphael, as it was pictured long ago. A seraph winged, six wings he wore, to shade his lineaments divine. The pair that clad each shoulder broad came mantling o'er his breast with regal ornament. The middle pair girt like a starry zone his waist, and skirted around his loins and thighs with downy gold and colours dipped in heaven. The third, his feet shadowed from either heel with feathered, male and sky-tinctured grain. Like Maya's son, he stood and shook his plumes. That heavenly fragrance filled the circuit wide. He spoke on, while the smile on his face deepened into a look of pity and tenderness and desire. Too well I know. Too well I know that power corrupts itself, and that knowledge cannot save. There is no cure for the evil that's in the world but by the giving of more love to men. The laws that are ordained for earth are strange and unequal, and the ways where people must walk are full of pitfalls and dangers. Pestilence creeps along the ground and flows into the rivers. Whirlwind and tempest shake the habitations of humans and drive their ships to destruction. Fire breaks forth from the mountains, and the foundations of the world tremble. But frail is the flesh of man, and many are his pains and troubles. His children can never find peace. 
until they learn to love one another and to help one another. Wickedness is begotten by disease and misery. Violence comes from poverty and hunger. The cruelty of oppression is when the strong tread the weak under their feet. The bitterness of pride is when the wise and learned despise the simple. The crown of foolishness is when the rich think that they are gods, and the poor, they think that God doesn't exist. Hatred and envy and contempt are the curse of life, and for these there is no remedy save love. The will to give and to bless, the will of the king himself, who gives to all and is loving unto every person. But how should the hearts of people be won over to this will? How should it enter into them and possess them? Even the gods that humans fashions for themselves are cruel and proud and false and unjust. How shall the miracle be wrought in human nature to reveal the meaning of humanity? How shall humans be made like God? At this question, a deep hush fell around the circle, and every listener was still. Even as the rustling leaves hang motionless when the light breeze falls away in the hour of sunset, then through the silence, like the song of a faraway thrush from its hermitage in the forest, a voice came ringing. I know it. I know it. I know it. I know it. Clear and sweet. Clear as a ray of light, sweeter than the smallest silver bell that rang in the hour of rest, was that slender voice floating on the odorous and translucent air. Nearer and nearer it came, echoing down the valley. I know it. 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 Come back tomorrow to partakers for the next instalment of the Spirit of Christmas. Tomorrow in the Spirit of Christmas by Henry Van Dyke, Part Five and Six. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to Partakers Podcast, our Christmas book. God Gets His Hands Dirty is available on Amazon. Go to www.pulptheology.com and you will find it there. Have a great day. See you later.